Hi, and welcome to another Kirky Free Podcast. We're picking up with part two of Jason's testimony. We're going to play about the last two minutes of the part one podcast, so you can kind of get yourself back in the groove where we left off last time. We hope you enjoy the rest of the testimony. Yeah, so now I'm in college and I'm with all these professors and they're like, just like Masons and all this atheism and relativity and just, you know, it with absurd stuff like, is God so powerful that he can make a rock that he can't lift? Mm. It's like, yeah. You're Let's so get to the root to the important God. questions. You're, you're just so smart. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's just like, so I, I, I just had to, I had to leave college for a while. It was just to get my, that's when I said I had felt that I had to read scripture. Okay. And I went through in college what I would describe um, probably a seminary like experience. Well, I didn't go to seminary, you know, um, you know, the Lord used certain things. Like I wasn't able to get into Spanish class, so I had to take Greek. Oh, nice. <laughs> so interestingly, when you take Greek, you can now use that to read the Bible. Sure. In the original language, right? Yeah. And so these things were very, you know, this is providence of the Lord, right? I didn't think this up or try to plan this, but it sure did work out well for me. Sure. And so in that time, you know, I would have things like not just like concordances, lexicons, all this sort of thing, trying to state not commentaries, but just really digging into different ways to study the Bible, right? Sure. Um, I also, uh, I like this because when I was in college, this man came up to me and said, well, have you read, have you read the Bible cover to cover? Mm-hmm. Challenge me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no. Well, how do you really know that what's in it? So I'm like, oh, he's right. <laughs> so, so immediately I had to read the whole Bible cover to cover. It doesn't take that long to do. It's pretty sure. amazing. Sure. It, you know, so I've taken a, a practice to try to, you know, just, I like to be in the Bible every day, right? Yep. And um, it's it, it's something that's that's very helpful. Let's take another quick break because we got to bring Nathan back on. So let's uh, let's do that and we'll pick up right there. Okay, so we left off. You started talking about you like to be in the Bible every day. So I always like to ask the question of what routines do you have for yourself? How do you go about your day? Do you have a normal routine? It's a lot of people do not, but yet they still are, they, you know, they, they don't have a scheduled time, but they still do have a routine. What does yours look like? Yeah, I, I don't have a typical routine. I work um, for a global company, so it's it's kind of like talking to people all over the world and their time zones is pretty, pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me... Um, I would change it a little bit. Here's how I think about it. Discipline is important. Sure. And you do what's important to you. And a lot of people just lie to themselves all the time, right? It's like, it's kind of like Nike, just do it. It's like, if this is important to you, you need to do it. Yeah. Is the Bible important or isn't it? Sure. And so I got to the point of, of conviction. It's like, you know, I've moved digital because um, I'm now kind of more into the, you know, 20s, you know, thinking 20s professional life, starting my professional life. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're traveling and you're doing things like this, uh, you know, you lose your Bible, you know, by now my Bibles have all literally, you know, you guys have probably experienced the spine falls apart. They've been sure. so highlighted and noted up that you've, you've burned through several Bibles are ruined. I'm a but, strict non, non highlighter in a, in a Bible, okay. not for any convictions other than I just never do it. Yeah. Fair. But teach yeah. his own on that. Yeah, exactly. Teach his own. I just don't for whatever reason. Yeah. 
So I, I just have always written all over my Bibles, highlighted all over, you know, but they got all ruined. And a lot of times, you know, you got papers and effects and uh, books that you're reading, you lose them. Yeah. So I just moved, I, I've become digital. And you it, did, you did that when you were in your twenties, you went digital then? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, later twenties. Yeah. So I yeah. would have bought in, you know, like biblical software on the PC and all oh, that did. sort of thing. Um, Yeah. Cool. You could search the Bible. I mean, and you yeah. have to go use a book called the Concordance. It's like wow, yeah. we're like wow. You can you can search the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> but the the routine as you start to you know maybe I'm melding a little bit of of even older. But you know with all this digital media and all these apps, I I, I just feel convicted. Like I don't want to get up. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm working a corporate culture. There's this email thing you got to respond to all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want the first thing that I do to be email. Sure. So I just, for me, this is my conviction. I want the first thing that I do to open the Bible. Yeah. So when I grab my phone or iPad or any tablet or anything, the first thing I do is I open the Bible app yeah. and I read the verse of the day. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yep. And maybe in, in full disclosure, you know, I don't want to give this this wonderful picture that, that, that you know, I do the daily Bible and read f- 20 chapters every day. No, sometimes it's just the one verse of the day, that day, that's all I get in. Sure. But that's my 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 discipline, uh, right? And, uh, you, you know, I, I, you know, I think different people have different things, but I like, uh, you know, it's how to relate to different, right now, uh, this would take you much more current in my life, but I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of different cultures and people, because this is global, you're dealing, yep. I'm dealing with, you know, people in like Israel who are Jews and, you know, mm-hmm. just, it's really fascinating weird stuff. Like, you know, um, I, I was telling some other people this, but it's like funny, like, do, you, you ever heard of Moshe? No. Yeah. So that, that, cause you have Hebrew on here. That's Hebrew for Moses. So this guy introduced me, I'm, I'm Moshe. You heard of Moshe before? I'm like, no, you not heard of Moses. So I'm feeling about, I'm making a, a hand motion really small. I'm feeling really small. <laughs> it's, I, I thought about that as you have a Hebrew on uh, on your, your desk here. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you know, discipline and routines. Uh, you know, a lot of different things, I, you know, I like to, uh, I really enjoy going to, to, to Bible study at, at, at church. You know, yeah. I happen to hang out with a little older crew than, than, than me, but that's been me my whole life, sure. uh, a little older. And, you know, us guys like to get into what does the Bible mean to us kind of, and make it very relevant and yeah. share each other's things. And I, I really enjoy that. Um, what are some other disciplined things? Yeah, you know, I think going to church is important. I think uh, being in, engaged in things is important. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I think everyone has got to, you know, they got their their cross to bear. Yeah. You know, there's you need doctors for Jesus. You need pastors for Jesus, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you need businessmen, all these teachers, all these walks of life. I was going to ask about that because you, you said you work for a global company. Yeah. And you have, I mean, you rub shoulders with a lot of people all over the world. What is, do you often find yourself with the opportunity or the itch or the, just the conviction that I need to be sharing the gospel with all these people I'm running into? Or what does that look like for you? Yeah. So it's like, how do you bring this in? Because so, you know, uh, this is going to seem like an, uh, uh, maybe a, perhaps an odd segue, but, um, like for me, I'm not very political. I'm pretty apolitical sure. in the sense that, you know, at workplace, people like to talk about the weather, you know, they like to get all involved in politics. And, you know, I, I just feel like they're all running us off a cliff really fast. Is how, sure. I, how I feel. I, if, if, uh, 
Uh, libertarians uh, didn't have views about legalizations of drugs and prostitution. I would probably be a libertarian. Right? Sure. Um, but I just, uh, you know, a typical Gen Xer, I'm very apolitical. Mm -hmm. And so at work, when they move into the politics stuff, you know, you got the liberal camp, you got the conservative camp. I'm like, I don't care. You guys are all going to just lie to me and steal from me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so who cares? So I try, you know... But it, when you're you're dealing with people, you you want to build up credibility, and where I'm I'm going to give you the struggle as it goes in my mind, you know, some sow and some reap, and so, you know, when you have a brief moment with with a Jewish man, and 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 somehow they're saying, well, hey, Jesus really isn't in the Old Testament, you're going to build up a relationship with that that person by saying by saying, no, you're wrong. Right. I mean, so I'll I'll sit there and I'll go, you know, Lord, I need the the, the right words to say at the at the right time because. Yeah. You know the name Jesus and uh, all of that is is not per se written in the Old Testament. Right. We as Christians can clearly point to a number of scriptures speaking to that foreshadowing, and yep. that's undeniable. But I'm not I'm not going to talk anybody into. So th this is my conviction and kind of discipline. I'm not going to talk anybody in the kingdom of God. If I can talk them in, somebody can talk them out. God's sure. got a column, and you know. There's different times. There's so t there's there's so sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. So I I just try to be Lord. Do you, do you want me sowing things here? Mm -hmm. I think a lot. Of this is a common Christian experience and at work. Like I don't know what it is in corporate American professional America today, but it's really popular to cuss now. I don't, oh. I don't really get that. It's I mean, it's just so unprofessional. And people are like, well, we notice you don't cuss. Does it bother you? Yeah. As a matter of fact, it does. I think it's inappropriate. <laughs> it makes you look. It makes you look very. Foolish to me. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so you'll get those kind of comments. What is that? Why, why not? You, you know what I mean? Sure. And so then you get those opportunities to share. Well, because I believe words matter. Yeah. Right? So and you, I, you, are bold, you are bold about it, even just that at that detail. You, I am my, my personality is just to say, no, you're not bothering me. You're not bothering me. You're not bothering me. Just what I just like to be as low maintenance as possible. I'm not saying that you're high maintenance in that point. No, I get it. But you, you will. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it does bother me. You you will have that conversation. I, I will in in context, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's so you talk about routines and consistency. It's like I I'm trying to like, Lord, is this my opportunity or or, sure. or isn't? I'm trying to be really conscious and sensitive. Is this is this the time to sow or is this the time to reap? Sure. And sometimes the testimony is just your behavior. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, they noticed you didn't swear. Yeah, or they, they, they notice I don't, you know, I don't want to drink. I, I can't believe people 50 years old want to get drunk. It's like, didn't you get that out of your system when you're like 20? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if the company's paying for the booze. I don't want, it's sure. just, it's just like the Bible says that, you know, obviously the Bible says it's wrong, but apart from that, why would you want to do that? Right. Yeah. It's like, this is, but that's how Christ is a, changed my worldview, right? I, sure. I mean, I know the spiritual, the natural, you know, first the natural, then the spiritual. So I try to relate to them naturally. You know, why would you do that? And as, as God opens those opportunities, I'll take them. Yeah. But I, I, I want to be really sensitive to um, the leading of, of the Holy Spirit, right? To, to have that be seasoned with salt. Yes. Right? Right time, right place, right context, you know, we all agreed earlier you can use the, the, the Bible as a bludgeon. I can just quote scripture, right? And yep. make people feel terrible. Yeah. Telling them, you know, but on the other hand, uh, you know, I think that uh, 
an area that I should probably be more, maybe more forceful in is, you know, the, you know, the Bible says, and was it in Galatians that the, the, the Bible is a schoolmaster. It's a tutor to lead one to Christ. The law is, and so many people think that they're basically good. No, you're not good. You're a sinner. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're evil. You, you know, take the 10 commandments, <laughs> yeah. you know, have you ever lied? You ever stolen, you, you know, idolatry, you know, take, take your list of the 10 commandments and, yeah. and you know, you fail. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what Jesus pointed out to people, but at another level too, because they were all taking it literally. And mm-hmm. he said, even if you've looked at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery, right? Yeah, he hated his brother and his heart. the next level because yeah. there was a lot of legalism that came out of that, that, well, no, I've never cheated on my wife. Well, have you? Yeah. You know. Or hated your brother. Right. Committed murder, right? Yes, I exactly. mean, these, these things are, yeah. So college, you know, college, professional life, we're just kind of all, it's just been, you know, parenting and, you know, that sort of thing. And just really, you know. The the big the, the biggest conundrum for me more is just around you know business and you know, that sort of thing you know mm-hmm. I, you know I, you know you guys are some like you're a business owner right aspirations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and driving things it's like uh, you can you can lose money really fast in running a business right mm-hmm. people think that that it's all Elon Musk fun mm-hmm. until you realize you know you're not employee and people don't pay their bills and <laughs> yeah. and yeah you can take them to court but they don't have any money anyways yeah. now so yeah. a lot of good that is so yeah. you, you know a lot of uh you know i'm very uh i, I like that kind of stuff like entrepreneurial business yeah. you know this sort of thing but it's taking over the, the world one small business at a, t- at a time that's right. I I have seen my faith grow in being a business owner because uh, you know the way I the way I set it up for people is simply uh, I can do everything on my end. I can do all the marketing I can. I can have the best product as possible. I can work, 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 but I cannot force the customer to pick up the phone and call me and place an order. That is out of my control. Yeah, I can try everything I can, but I can't force that. And uh, there's a lot of faith that comes with that, that I have seen many times the money shows up when we need it. Yeah. You know, a lot like, like, lot like farming, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Similar and different all at the same time. Yeah. So where does that leave you on, as far as your testimonial, as far as your story? Uh, my, my story is God is faithful. Yeah. You know, uh, Jesus is faithful. You know, everybody's got to walk throughout, you know, walk with fear and trembling, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of scripture where it says, "Today I set before you life and death. Choose life. You may, you know, you may live long, you know, live and prosper." And uh, you know, everybody's going to make choices. Nobody can. The devil doesn't talk to you, care about you, you know, uh, you, in the sense of obviously there's powers and principalities, and they're trying to 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 take you down. Mm-hmm. But it's all deception. You you have control <laughs> to yeah. say what you're going to do with your life. Yeah. You know, do you, you know, do you want to be in bondage to, to sin and slavery or do you want to be free? Cause scripture says he, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Yeah. And, uh, as for me and my house, I want to serve the Lord and be free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of an interesting commentary on, on just words and how we play games. Like here, like in, in the United States, we say slavery really is, is, is abolished, but really we have this thing called, um, what do we call it now? Human trafficking. This is another term for slavery. Yeah, we got right. lots of slavery. Yeah, it's it's like it's like it says in Ecclesiastes. There's nothing new under the sun. And, yeah. and so, 
you start to see this stuff and and uh, you want to study, you know, every workman should study the scripture to show himself approved to God. You know, I, you know, what I want to do in my life is I want to get to the end and I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Right. Amen. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Nathan, do you have any other questions for Jason? You know, I've, I'm familiar with your story. So a lot of those have been filled in for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably told a little different every time, you know, like the, yeah, the, sure, it's yeah. like when you talk to your kids, boy, I never heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I'm a lot older than you. I, <laughs> I, you know, I, told found, I found interesting now is when my kids are getting the age where they will tell the story I told them as if they were there. And it's like, you were not even, <laughs> you, you know, it's like they were a part of that story. That's good. It's so funny. It's like, oh, that is so weird that that, that actually has become a part of who you are and a part of you. You were not there, and I had yeah didn't even know about you at that point. But isn't that concept. isn't that so? Because they know what you're doing. You cannot fool your kids. Yeah, they they know who you are. They know what's going on. Yeah, that's right. There's no fooling them. You ever have a you have a chip on your shoulder at all, or a um, just a, a side question? You have this emptiness of not having a father. Hmm. What does that look like for you? What is what does it? Uh, I have a dad. Yeah. He lives right over there. Oh, uh, yeah. I met him. Yeah. Many times. <laughs> yeah. And I, so it's very hard for me to relate to you in that, in that mm-hmm. context. I don't know. You, you don't seem like you're like that is a, you yeah. know, you, you run into these people. T- maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. The hole in you has been filled by Jesus. But, you know, these find these people that are just never ending search for, I'm, I'm looking for my dad. I want to know my dad. Mm-hmm. You have a father. It's mm-hmm. your heavenly father. Take me into that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that there's a crucial biblical concept here. If you can't forgive, you can't be forgiven. That's what the Bible literally says. Sure. You, you know, so, you know, you can't, you know, you can't hold this, these things against people. How can our Lord, who went through, gave himself up for us, right, crucified and forgave me, and I'm not going to forgive somebody else? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my, my, my dad, um, you know, I, I just forgive him. Yeah. You know, forgiveness is is easy to do when you've been wronged, um, right? Am I saying that right? So say it, we, say it again. So if you've been wronged, mm-hmm. you know you you deserve to be judged. But how about if you you know? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not articulating this very well. Uh, the, the point is, you've experienced forgiveness. It's easier to have an understanding to for the need to forgive others. No, I, I'm really going about it wrong. Is this, this notion? No. This notion that uh, you know, you know, if you've done something wrong, you deserve it. Well, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just a, a kid that didn't know any better. And sure, um, you know, my dad. I, I, you know, it's it's not that. I, I just I, I think of the scripture that that where it talks about uh, the Lord is a father to the fatherless, and that's my testimony. He's been a father to me, to the fatherless. Oh, that's great. And yeah, I, I mean, it's. You know, it, it can be heart heart wrenching. I mean, I I can share this. You know, for for some people, if it helps them relate, my my dad um, denied that he was my dad, even though you know he got drug into court and had to take a DNA blood test, and he's my dad. Mm-hmm. And when he finally passed away, he put in the will that you know he was not my my dad, <laughs> even really? though the court said <laughs> and wrote it all up. But you know, I'm not going to get upset about that because yeah. I I got to focus on. 
controlling the controllables. What do I control? I can't control what he can do. I control what I do. I control how I respond to scripture. I can't control what other people do. And so for me, um, yeah, you know, it's like, that's, it's, it's really disappointing, but. Seems like you, you handle it quite well. You know, what's, what's the, what's the alternative live in bitterness. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And that's the alternative. And you know, the point is you get to choose today. You know, like I said earlier today, I set before you life and death, choose life that you may live long and prosper. Do you want to prosper? Do you want to be above or do you want to be below? (laughs) Do you want to be blessed or do you want to be cursed? Yeah. And I'm not going to some name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. Mm -hmm. There's principles in the natural. We've got gravity. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Spiritual. Yeah. You, you know, if you, things will come back to you. <laughs> what you sow, you reap. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I don't. I don't worry about it. I, I don't. I don't really worry about that stuff too much. You've also referenced briefly, Jason, um, that your mom had not yet trusted the Lord. Kind of hinting that she is. Yeah. My mom's a Christian now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, part of that story was I told my mom she was going to hell because she wasn't following Jesus. (laughs) Wonderful. How old were you at that point? Well, bring us into that. Probably 19. (laughs) You know, um, all the discernment in the world. I I become a Christian and I know it all. Right. (laughs) I've read the Bible and no mom, you're not, you're not following. You know, what a fool. You know, I, apparently I didn't read uh, the, the part about honor your mother and father that you may live long and prosper. But So you have a relationship with your mom? Oh, now? yeah. Yeah. And she she is a Christian. She loves Jesus. And where is she now? Minnesota or Florida? No, Florida. She is in Florida. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's very much, uh, you know, um, yeah, it's like for her, she... She went, went a straight, you know, I, I guess as best I can put, you know, I'm a kid, you know, at this point, you know, you're young. So I just have what I think, you know, I think she left her mom and dad as the black sheep. That's kind of, she moved up to oh, Minnesota to get away and, sure. and all that sort of thing. And, and she had a Christian foundation. My, um, oh. my, my grandfather was a Gideon, okay. uh, this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so maybe perhaps she was the, the, the black sheep of the family that went astray okay. and came back. Sure. Yeah, is the analogy to use there. Uh, one thing I'll share with you guys, I, I neither here nor there, but just thinking of people's fathers is I, I had a, a buddy in college and I just never shared the gospel with him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have severe regret of that, of, of not doing that because I, I was a, I was a believer at that point in my life and knew the truth and just was shy about it. And his dad died probably five years ago. And I, you know, you talk about people not accepting, you know, maybe the, the no. likelihood of accepting Jesus uh, as you go through life maybe gets lower and lower. That's the statistic you brought out. Yeah. And uh, what really impacted me as I thought about it, you know, as, as he's burying his dad, is like, now when I share the gospel with him, I am putting his dad in hell. Because his dad also was not a believer. And that is that, you know, talk about an extra hurdle that now has to be jumped for this guy. That is a really tough place to be. And, uh, yeah, I just regret that. Yeah. That's a tough deal. It's one of the things that spurs me on to be more bold in my faith because I don't want to miss that opportunity again. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's such a balance, isn't it? It's like the devil could take that to make you feel guilty. Yeah. 
wrongly, right? Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, all that sort of thing and turn this into work. It's, it's just uh, life is life is a journey. Yeah. And uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> you could look at it this way, Sean. If you shared the gospel with him and he either didn't or didn't share it with his dad in time, then he would carry that guilt. So maybe you're... Yeah. But you should still share with your buddy. Yeah. And in fact, I'm not a super... A uh, relational person from the standpoint of I, you know, I, I value relationships. I do. Don't get me wrong. I just I don't, uh, I don't stay in connection with people super well. But I know what you mean. Why, why yeah. don't no need to rock the boat? You know, yeah. So many people, and 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 that's a very admirable, by the way, Sean. Because it seems like in in the United States, especially, everybody's so polarizing, right? It's got sure. Drive to some extreme, yeah. and yeah. you're taking a a more hey, let's take calm, more centrist approach. That you know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, this is one guy that I actually have stayed in contact because of that guilt. I, you know, I'm just, I introduced him to Dave Ramsey because he was <laughs> in a financial pinch. And I said, hey, this is, this is what I'm doing, you know. And uh, so there's just kind of chiseling away a little bit, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Where, well, there's a lot of life left to live still. So. Might be, I might just be sewing, like you say. Yeah. Nathan, thank you very much for sitting yeah. on. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Nathan. No problem. And I'm glad that this worked. This was a nice little trial on doing this this way. It does open up a lot of opportunities for us, particularly uh, one of the things that we want to do is uh, missionary. I, I've been working with the missions team on this is an yeah. option for us because we had Oleg at church. Whoever was there heard him. Whoever wasn't there didn't hear him. Yeah, I was really hoping. Oh. And, and uh, now we have the opportunity. We could have you know this interaction with Ol an Oleg of sorts and get it out on podcasts, listen to it whenever you have time. You know? yeah. That's why I like this media. One of the worst things I am at doing is uh, wrapping up these podcasts. Yeah. I always have a really bad outro. So I thought, well, let's just wrap it up in prayer, if that works for you guys. Wonderful. Lord, and Father, we just thank you for Jason. We thank you for his willingness to come on and, and uh, talk to an audience he doesn't know. He's talking to Damon and Nathan and I, Lord, who he knows. But there's other people that are going to listen to this, and we just thank you for his willingness to do that. We ask that you you bless this time and you bless our efforts here, that someone will hear this and they'll latch on to something that uh, that Jason has experienced, and they can relate to him, and they can they can see – they can see you through his story and they can be directed towards you and they can say, boy, you know, I'm a lot like that. And this guy found Jesus. I'd like to find Jesus. And we just pray for those people, Lord, that are listening. We ask a special blessing on them. And as Jason said, we don't know if we're, we're sowing or reaping, but here we are just doing the Lord's work. And we ask that you move in their lives and that you reveal yourself to them, Lord, and give them that, give them that, uh, that itch and that desire to find you and really know who you are, Lord. And I think uh, as Jason so well alluded, Lord, it, it starts in the Bible. That is the best place to go to, to, to learn about Jesus Christ and what he did for us, Lord. We thank you for this time. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Kirkoven Evangelical Free Church of Kirkoven, Minnesota. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at kirkefree at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-K-E-free at gmail.com. <laughs>